Welcome to DaVita Leadership Insights, a weekly podcast for DaVita teammates who want to become a better leader, both personally and professionally. I'm Grace Berman. And I'm Doug Miller. Today we have Dave Herman with us. He is the Chief Wisdom Officer with DaVita, and he has 20 plus years in leadership coaching and culture development. Hi, Dave. Hi, Grace. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Hey, Doug. Hey, how you doing, Dave? Good, man. Good. Good. So excited to, to sit down and chat with you for a little bit. I'm excited to kick off these podcasts. This is fun. Being yeah. episode one. Oh, yeah. I get Pressure's to be on, on it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. No pressure, right? Right. Yep, exactly. I better be good. <laughs> so our focus today is around this concept that we say at DaVita that leadership is a human skill. So what does that what does that mean? Tell us a little bit about what that means to you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for teeing that up. I I, I totally believe that. I mean, uh, um, you know, we we kind of have a saying here that's that's management is a business skill and leadership is a human skill. You know, and there's a I believe there's a distinct difference between managing and leading. Um, and so for me, managing is you know you're you're the boss. You're in charge of people or, or whatever. You've been put into this position. It's more a position of power, and you go and you focus on tasks and you get stuff done. Um, leadership to me is is the reason we say it's a human skill here at least is um, you know it's a relationship and you know without followers you're not a leader leader you know and it has nothing to do with title or you being put in place as a boss um, it has everything to do with the relationships that you have with other people and and their willingness to want to be led by by me for example if I'm the leader um, and so it's for me it's all about relationships all about human beings being human beings around each other um, and people wanting to follow me somewhere, wherever, wherever we're going. So um, from a human perspective, that's how I would say it. Yeah, I like the way that you made the distinction between managing and leading. I think oftentimes we get confused about those concepts. So thanks for clarifying what we mean by those words yeah, here at DaVita. Yeah, yeah. And so just kind of jumping out of the conceptual piece of it and jumping into some real examples, can you share with us what do those behaviors look like when you're applying the human skill to your leadership? Yeah, you know, um, I think sometimes we overcomplicate this stuff. There's all the buzzwords about leadership and, you know, okay, we need to do these 10 things and have these, you know, cookie cutter um, type of, of guidelines. And to me, it's, it's, it's really actually pretty simple because um, I think of leadership as a relationship. Um, you know, and so if I were to relate it to any good relationship, whether it's in my family or a friendship, um, let's say it's a new friend that I just met this person. I'm thinking, wow, this, you know, I really like this person. They have a lot of things in common with me. So what would I do to blossom that relationship? Uh, I would likely spend time with them face to face. I would likely get to know them personally and understand their interests or what excites them and motivates them. I'd be a good listener around them. When something bad happened to them, I'd care about them uh, as a human being and I would connect with them. We'd go do fun things together. Uh, that's how the relationship would blossom. And, and oh, by the way, relationships are founded on trust. So I'd also be there for that person. I'd hope that that person would be there for me, uh, you know, and, and we'd, we'd get to know each other on what we, not only what we stand for, but what we do and, and, and building those, that, that trust. So to me, it's, it's really very similar as a leader. You know, I think we overcomplicate it by, I have to do these special things. To me, it's just, you know, I, I just walked with somebody this morning from my team and we went and had grabbed coffee and came back, walked back. We talked nothing about work. We just talked and, and I got to know her a couple of things about her that I didn't know. And she asked me a couple of questions and we talked about neat things. We just developed more of a relationship and I'm her leader, uh, you know, and so uh, it's, it's I think we overcomplicated sometimes that now we know each other a little bit more deeply. We trust each other a little bit more. 
and that's going to blossom into you know a leadership relationship part of what i part of what i'm hearing dave which i think supports this idea that we have inside of davida that everybody is a leader is if it is just you know it is about relationship then that means that everybody can be a leader inside of inside of davida yeah yeah no that's right i i, I firmly believe in that philosophy you know i i see so many leaders um in in teams where there's a manager and boss and yet everybody's everybody's listening to what this one person says who might not be the boss quote unquote um but they're the leader you can see it immediately like every time this person opens their mouth everybody turns and, and listens to them and so um yeah i mean it's it's back to trust and relationship and somebody having competence you know to to speak up and people follow yeah what they're saying that's cool yeah, I, I like those specific examples that you gave, actual behaviors that people can apply. So I want to ask Dave, was there ever a time where you really messed up on this one? Wait, Didn't how go long so is this well? <laughs> you want me to, how many examples do you want? In five minutes or less. Can you okay. tell us when you really okay. screwed okay. up? All right, all right, darn. Uh, so, yeah, no, I mean, lots of examples. Um, yeah. You know, leadership is a journey, just like I mess up in my relationships, just like I mess up at home as a as a dad um, and as a father, things like that. I, I mess up as a leader too. You know, relationships are hard. Uh, they take work. Um, probably one of, the, one of the first examples of me failing was my first job as a quote unquote leader, a manager. I officially got the title of moving from peer with a team to their boss. Uh, and this was, this was a while back, but this was one of my first real lessons in leadership. And, and so I, I literally jumped into this role thinking, okay, now everything changes and I have to now, you know, quote unquote, be the boss. And that means I must have to know the, all the answers and I have to, you know, um, lead the team. And so I would just lead them as a, as a unit. And, and I made a ton of mistakes. You, you know, the biggest thing I didn't do was all the things we just talked about, right? Is um, if I was really smart about it, I would have sat down with each person and, and just said, look, you know, I, I, we used to be peers. We're not anymore. I'm in this position of, you know, being your manager. So what what should change and what shouldn't in our relationship? You know, how, how are we going to make this work? Just like any relationship I'm, I'd be working on in my life, I should just sit down with each person and say, so how should you and I now work together now that things are positionally different? You know, and I didn't do that. I thought I had to know all the answers. The team started to move away from me, like literally physically and mm. metaphorically. I mean, they just, they shut down on me, um, you know, because I was all of a sudden the boss and I was acting like the boss. And I just really, I whiffed on it uh, for, for many months until I realized, holy cow, I'm doing this completely wrong. Uh, and I had, it, it really forced, it hit, hit rock bottom with the relationships before I literally sat with them and just said, I, I got to fix this. I'm so sorry. And I don't know what to do. I'm totally lost. I don't know the answers. I feel like I should know the answers, but what should, what can we do and what can I do to fix this? So it's beautiful recovery, but but it's such a, a lesson in leadership. So it sounds like there was overemphasis if we make this distinction between leadership being a human skill and and management being a business skill that you drifted over into just focusing on the business side of it and the the managing elements is that yeah no it's a great way to put it you know i think a lot of us when we step into these the next role whether it's the first time we're, we're officially managing people or whether it's you know taking your game to another level and, and going from a director to a vice president to a senior vice president i think every time we change um and expand our our leadership quote unquote um a lot of times what i see and certainly what i see in myself is i want to prove myself 
And so I, I equate proving myself to get stuff done, um, get a, bu a bunch of wins under my belt, you know, prove that I'm worthy of the position I've been given. I think, and so I think our tendency a lot of times is to focus on, you know, get up to bat and hit a home run. And, and by gosh, if you have to hurt people in relationships along the way, do what it takes to hit that home run. Um, so, you know, I've many times had to back down from that after getting a new position to say, you know what, I'm, you know, it's okay to strike out a couple times in the beginning. Just don't, you know, don't sacrifice relationships along the way. I, that reminds me of a quote that I just heard yesterday. And I said, I have to write this down, which is, are you here to prove yourself or improve yourself? Nice. Like I it. think that's a great, yeah. great um, tie-in yeah. to who said what that? Is, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who originally said it, but it was it was Alex Easton who said this, and I said that makes total sense because yeah. that's yeah. what you tend to want to do on a PDR and a new role when you're trying to get stuff done. You're trying to prove yourself. Yeah, and not a bad thing. You know, I don't think it's a bad thing, right? We all want to prove ourselves. Why? Because we get, you know, we want to feel valuable and we want to feel loved and. And we want to succeed and feel good about ourselves and our achievements and accomplishments. You know, a lot of us drive toward achievement. And so, yeah, very natural thing. Not a, I don't think we're bad people because we do this. It's just, you know, we can get caught up in it. We can get caught up in it. So, so um, great, great concepts and ideas and, and love you talking about moving uh, into expanded roles of leadership. Um, tell us a little bit about how do you do this as an experienced leader in position over time? What are some of the ways in which you make sure that you're continuing to do this? Yeah, um, so that's a great question because I think a lot of times it's, um, it's simply continuing the journey. Like, you know, there's all those buzzwords out there and cliches about, you know, leadership is a journey and it's not a destination and all that kind of stuff. Um, but they're true. You know, it's, re it's really true. Um, I'd say as an experienced leader, and I've had a bunch of leadership roles over the past and management roles over the past 20 years or so. Um, and frankly, you know, it's as soon as I'm not paying attention to it or I think I've arrived with my team, I'm in trouble. Mm. You know, it's, it's almost like that's my catch on why am I so comfortable? I think all my relationships are good. Then there's probably one that's not. Um, so I would, I would say as an experienced leader, it's, you're never done. It's a constant thing. It's about frequency. It's not, again, back to, this is simple stuff, right? It's just like a friendship. Um, friendships die if you don't keep paying attention to them. So, you know, back to my example earlier, you know, you meet somebody, you become friends with them. All of a sudden you stop calling them, you stop hanging out with them. You stop paying attention to the relationship. Um, what happens? Well, the relationship dies. And it's the same thing for me with leadership and back to this human skill thing. You know, if I don't go grab coffee with somebody once in a while and grab somebody I haven't seen in a while or sp spend any time with for a while, you know, I'm missing golden opportunities to quote unquote, build that relationship and be a leader with them. And so for me, it's constant work. It's just about frequency. And I'll, I'll add one more quick thing on that is that is, you know, if, if this stuff is important to me, then I'll track it. You know, just like I track metrics on our financials or everything, you know, productivity or whatever else I'm tracking, you got to track your leadership. Hmm. I mean, you know, I, I how do I, you track it? So, what, what do yeah, you I've, do? I've got a scorecard I, um, and, and I keep a scorecard and every month I review my scorecard and it falls into categories. Have I spent how much time have I spent walking around the floor? And, and with, with absolutely no itinerary, you know, I don't have mm -hmm. a goal. I don't have an objective. I don't have a work thing to do. Um, but I track minimum 30, 30 minutes in, in a given week 
uh, 15 to 30 minutes in a given week is my target to walk around the floor and just say hi to people and laugh with them and see what comes up and just build relationships uh, is one example. And there's a bunch of them on this score sheet around the behaviors that I think good leaders exhibit. And so I've written them down and said, this is the type of leader I want to be. Um, and so if I if, if this is the type of leader I want to be, I've got to remind myself somehow to do this stuff on a regular basis. Because just like friendships, the stuff dies if you don't keep it up. And how do you make sure it doesn't just become a checklist? Yeah, you know, it's hard because it 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 is a checklist. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you said so, it was a scorecard. Yeah, well, okay, scorecard. yeah, yeah, that sounds so Not much better than a checklist. It sounds so shallow when it's a checklist. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it didn't become a checklist. It is a checklist. It's kind of, you know, it's, it's, and I hate to say fake it to you, man. It, it's it's almost uh you know it just forces me to do the thing and and it's it's awkward I mean don't get me wrong it is a checklist and I see that oh my gosh I have spent zero time this week walking around and my my EA helps me with it I mean my my assistant does come in and say hey you haven't done this so I, I need accountability help sometimes too like haven't seen you out there in a while get you know get out there and start you know do this thing um so it is a checklist in the beginning but once i get going you know it's kind of maybe even awkward like hi you guys how are you doing walking into a kind of a you know an area of the team and just starting kicking up conversation but i always leave that laughing having fun feeling more connected so frankly sometimes it is a checklist and you know what as leaders our job is to look at that thing and treat it as important as we do everything else that we're doing financials and productivity and all that kind of stuff but getting out there and building these relationships, yeah, it's a metric, it's a checklist, and it leads to those connections. So the the last part of the Davida way comes to mind as I listen to you in terms of we take care of each other with the same intensity we take care of our patients. And oh my goodness, do we have a lot of metrics aimed at making sure we're providing the best care possible to those patients. Yeah. And so how do you how do you do that in terms of how we take care of each other as well? Yeah, yeah. And That's what great. I also heard too, that it's okay to have some extra structure there, to have a little extra scaffolding to do these things, because it's hard yeah. to remember all of them you know, together. So I just started doing something which I thought was kind of checklist too, or I thought, oh, this is a little awkward, but I kept forgetting people's names oh, yeah. and kept forgetting the names of their kids or their spouses or their pets. And so, and this was everywhere, at work, at home, I just had a hard time, I need to see it in writing. And so I ended up just putting it in my phone so that I wouldn't forget. And it felt a little awkward at first, but then I would rather look at it and remember yeah. than to yeah. just say, oh, I, I don't want to, I want to avoid this awkwardness and not put it down at all. Right. It's a great, it's a great thing, right? And nobody, nobody has to know, you know, that you're doing that. Well, they do like, now. You, like, everybody knows now. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, here she goes. She just studied her, her cheat sheet. <laughs> Checklists and cheat sheets, the key to leadership. <laughs> just don't tell anyone. Right. Exactly. <laughs> No, it's a great, it's a great point, right? It just, it's again, anything that we need to help us connect with people. Yeah. You know? So as we're talking about some practical, tactical tips and ideas, we've talked about a lot of them here on this podcast. Can you share one that you would ask our teammates to go out and just try? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think it would be, if I left you with one thing, um, and I, I don't care if you're in a quote-unquote management role or not doesn't matter right everybody's a leader we have that philosophy here at davida everybody's a leader so it doesn't matter what your title is i think my my biggest recommendation would be leave this podcast and go think about 
one person that you don't have a good relationship, a deep relationship with, you know, that you don't know them personally or you're not connected with them, uh, but that, that you want to connect with and go do it. Just simply, you know, either pick up the phone or send them an email and take 30 minutes and walk with them to the coffee shop and just get to know, get to know them better. Um, it's, it's two sides. It's, it's you opening up and, and sharing personally. And it's also asking lots of questions and listening to them. It's, it's relationships one-on-one. And so I'd say my biggest recommendation, you want to be a leader, uh, go connect with somebody that you haven't. Excellent. Thanks so much, Dave. This has been really fun to chat with you. Yeah, it was really yeah. fun. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being our first guest. Absolutely. Glad to do it. Take care. Wow, Doug. That was a great conversation with Dave. He really gave me a lot to think about. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I love this suggestion that he made, this next step that he, he offered to everybody to go out and take one action to build and improve a relationship in your life. Yeah, and I think it's specific and simple enough where our listeners can give it a try. And we'd love to hear those stories. So go to davidaway.com, click on podcast, and that's where you can leave us your comments, your questions, and give us some feedback on how the podcast went for you. And while you're over there, make sure that if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because we have some really interesting topics coming up like how to create more time in your day. Wouldn't that be good? Yeah. Yeah. Um, how to build teams and another one that I'm, I'm really interested in, how to lead without authority. Yeah, those are great teasers, Doug. And we're going to have some really cool episodes coming up. So look forward to chatting with you next week. One for all. All for one.